Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Not Overthinking It. I'm Elizabeth, your host, and today we are talking all about how the power is within. Working through your insecurities and realizing that you are not lacking anything. But first, of course, we're starting off with some updates where I've been at, what's new with me. I have some kind of big news. It's really big for myself, but it doesn't really feel real yet. But I put in my, <laughs> you know how people are like, oh, I put in my two weeks. No, I put in my three months at work. So the doctor I work for, she's going on maternity leave in November. And then I decided this is the perfect chance for me to leave and not feel guilty about it, you know, because it's like the doctor I work for is leaving. So I don't feel like I'm leaving anyone in the dust or understaffed. So I put in my three months. Basically, I said November 16th is my last day of work. And I don't know. We'll talk about it more when it gets there. But for now, I at, at least I said and decided on the date. So I'm proud of myself. What else? I've been reading. So my roommate who, by the way, is creepily very much like the same person as me. It's it's just so strange to the point where we'll, we'll literally be walking and she'll say something and I'm like, are you in my mind? Because I feel like you say everything that I'm thinking and it's almost as if you're not even, if I were just imagining you and you're just my imaginary friend walking beside me. And uh, yeah, I was like, what if this whole time I'm just walking and talking to myself and like in my head, I'm talking to you. But yeah, I don't know, just intrusive thoughts. <laughs> um, but I, so anyways, I've been hanging out with her a lot and she told me that I need to read um, fiction books because I've been in my non-fiction grind like I just feel like I have such a hustle mindset where I'm like any free chance I need to be learning I need to be reading bettering myself you know but yeah she recommended a book called the soulmate equation to me and I started it last night but I'm already seven chapters in which they're kind of short chapters but still I was like she asked me yesterday how much I've read through it, and I was like, oh, I think I read a couple pages, and it was actually seven chapters, so love that for me. It's so it It definitely gets my mind off of things and helps me relax, maybe, and just get into a different world than my own, and I love it, so definitely recommend so far. It's an interesting plot, but I won't spoil it or anything but if you want to read it alongside me let me know just pick it up and get to reading you'll probably catch up to me <laughs> if you know me I'm not very much one to buy things for myself aside from food like that's pretty much the only thing I really buy but I decided to finally get new jewelry I got it from Amazon because I mean, I'm going to ask for more jewelry for my birthday, but I got the super cute um, Kylie ear. I don't know. I always see Kylie Jenner wearing them. I don't know what designer brand they normally are, but 
I got the ones from Amazon and they're so freaking cute. They make you look so extravagant and I love it. And I'm getting so excited. I created a Pinterest board of all of my jewelry inspo. I definitely want to start wearing more bracelets and watches. I feel like it just really elevates your look and you don't really have to have a lot of clothes if you have good jewelry, I feel like. Like if you have basic clothes and then good jewelry, then there's your fit. So that's what I'm excited about currently. And what else? I have been doing a six-phase meditation. If you don't know who Vishen, I don't I honestly don't even know his last name, but Vishen, I discovered him from Jay Shetty's podcast, and he invented something called the six-phase meditation. So basically, it's a 20-minute meditation, but you go through six phases. So phase one, you are expressing, like, you're envisioning someone who you really love and then just extending that love that you have for them onto other people, onto your city, into the state, and you're just visualizing it. And then phase two... You're thinking of three things you're really grateful for and just really honing in on why it is you're grateful for that. Then phase three, you are forgiving somebody. You're envisioning somebody who maybe has done you wrong and just trying to put yourself in their shoes and envision yourself having a conversation with them and trying to understand like what happened, why they treated you wrong um, and for and and getting closer to forgiving them without them needing to like maybe they're not even apologizing but for yourself you're finding it in you to forgive them and then phase five is you're manifesting the type of person that you want to be or the type of things that you want in your life and on day six not day six phase six for the last part of the meditation you're envisioning your perfect ideal day from start to finish. And I don't know if I already talked about this, but legit the same day that I started the meditation for the first time, I had my vision of my ideal day to a T without me even trying for it to be that way. Like in, for example, in my imagination, when I was envisioning my perfect day, I was like, um, at night, I want to end it with a really nice dinner with friends, right? And then so that day, I had no dinner plans. I had no plans to hang out with friends. But then I get a call from my friend literally within that hour. And she's like, hey, we're going to Fleming's. Get ready and let's go. And so it was a group of us at Fleming's. A really nice dinner place too. It didn't even need to be that nice, but... It was really, really nice. And another thing too, which this is going to be a whole other tangent, but when I was at Fleming's, the hostess there recognized me and she was like, are you Elizabeth? I follow you on TikTok and I love your content. And it always amazes me because shockingly enough, I have gotten a good amount of run-ins especially in San Diego I oh my gosh when I was in Rhode Island I got a run-in at my cousin's wedding one of the one of my followers was there 
But for the most part, I get all of my run-ins in San Diego. And it'll happen maybe like twice a month, which to me is actually insane because it's like I'm a very small creator. Not, I mean, obviously on TikTok, it's 100K, right? But in the if you think about the whole world, you know, that is very small. And I think it just shocks me how each time somebody recognizes me in person, I'm like, wow, maybe I am making a bigger impact than I think. And not to say that I need people to like always tell me that, but it just shocks me, I think, just being in the real world and seeing people. Because it's different to have people DM you and be like, hey, you really inspire me, which is real. That, that makes my day every time too. But I think just seeing people in person has been more confirming to me that I'm making an impact and that like, oh, it's not just silly social media. You know what I mean? It's like, it can be something deeper and there's actually something there. So never, never like, <laughs> I never want to like give up or forget that because sometimes I get, I don't know. It's so funny because I get a little bit discouraged. I've talked about this before. I'm just going to be, you know, a repetitive girl. But um, I get a little bit discouraged because not that, I, I don't know, sometimes I just question or I feel like I have a lot to give, but it frustrates me when I can't convey that message in the most efficient way, if that makes sense. So, like, if... Like, I just, I feel like I have so many ideas and I'm like, oh, I can help people in this way. I can help people in this way. And then I get overwhelmed and then don't do it. Or if I act on an idea, it's not as efficient as I wanted it to be. But I know that with time, I'll figure it out and I'm doing fine. It's just that I get, I'm very much a perfectionist. And like I said, I have a hustle mindset. So I always need to be doing more, more, more and doing it better each time or else I feel like I'm not growing but yeah I mean I guess it's a good thing that I want to help people that I'm that passionate about helping people that it kind of drives me a little bit crazy because <laughs> I am like oh damn I feel like I could help this person so much and another tangent actually like this is just how much I'm I really know that what I want to do is bigger than just, I don't, I just know that I want to do really big things. And example, every time one of my followers reaches out to me or they comment something and they say like how much I've impacted them, I literally save their profile. Like on Instagram, I'll click a photo of them and just save it into like um, a folder and the folder is called like my girl <laughs> and then whenever I feel like I'm lacking inspiration or I'm like what am I even doing why do I even exhaust all my energy onto creating when you know it just seems kind of pointless but then I look at that folder and I'm like oh no like these girls I know I'm helping them and I want to help them more and I want to like see them and think you know what are their struggles and their struggles or my struggles, how can I ease that 
whatever like pain or confusion that they're going through, how can I make it better for them? So tying into that, I made a post about how like it was a sushi analogy and I said, if you haven't seen that TikTok, it said, imagine that you're talking to someone and they ask you what your favorite food is and you say sushi and they go, ew, sushi is literally so nasty. And you're like, no, it's not. It's the best food ever. Is their opinion of sushi going to change the way you think and view sushi? No, it's it's still going to be your favorite food regardless if one person says it's nasty or tries to question you on that. So why don't we have that same energy for ourselves when somebody questions us or says something rude to us? We, instead of internalizing that, we need to be like, no, I know who I am, you don't know me, and you don't know all sides of me, and I'm not going to internalize that and make that my new truth. That's not going to be my new narrative because I know who I am, and I don't need to explain myself to anyone. And so I had a follower who commented and was like, it's easier said than done. I don't even like myself to begin with. So if someone is going to question me, I'm going to internalize that because I already agree with them. And sushi is different because, you know, like I like know that I love sushi and it's a great food, but I know that I don't like myself. And so that comment was kind of highly liked. Like a lot of people agreed with her or could relate to her. And so I reached out to her personally and I was just like I would love to know you know your thought process and why you feel that way because I definitely have been there and I can still get in those moods too where I'm like I don't even know who I am why does any of this matter you know I'm just if somebody says I'm a piece of crap I maybe I am like I don't even know but then I also have grown so much from where I was and I used to be in such a terrible place where I would literally look in the mirror and hate what I saw and I would avoid like I remember in middle school I was looking in the bathroom mirror at myself but then there was a girl next to me who was gorgeous like in my eyes she was gorgeous and I was just looking at her the whole time and I didn't it was like actually physically painful to like look at myself in the mirror because I was looking at her and then me her and then me and it was just like I didn't even want to look at myself so then I stopped and literally from that point on I rarely looked in the mirror because it was just too um, painful for me I guess and so I know what it feels like I know exactly what the girl that commented on my post is feeling but I wanted her to break it down for me and so I reached out to her and I'm going to actually read what she said because I I don't know I'm sure like a lot of you guys can relate to this too but she said to be honest I don't remember a time in my life where I even liked myself at all as a child I remember thinking I hope I grow up as I grow up my legs will be thinner along as my belly my parents never said anything to me and my sister's physique we never heard things from them like you're too fat or too thin. I just grew up not liking myself and didn't even question myself on that. Everyone was just so much prettier than me in my mind. I felt just different in a bad way. 
I grew up, started to be a woman, and my body just kept on making me feel worse and worse. But why is everyone so pretty but me? And it just never left. For example, my biggest insecurity are my eyes, and I've learned um, to live where every single second I spend outside in front of people thinking about my eyes, my chin, my nose. It's terrifying for me to look in someone's eyes when we speak because I've had to keep on thinking about every move I do so maybe they won't see how horrible my eyes are making sure they don't have time to stare at my big nose or bad skin, things I can't change because it's genetics. Every time I appear in a picture or video, I'm sure about the fact people tell themselves how glad they are they, that they don't look like me. And I, yeah, I don't, I, like I said, I can so relate to this and empathize with her because I've been there and it freaking sucks to feel that way about yourself. And I think that understanding, I, okay, the first step is acknowledging that you feel that way and that it's possible to change that narrative because I never knew that you could change parts of yourself or I never thought that you could really change at all like definitely I knew you could change physically but then as far as mental goes I didn't think that that was possible so I think one acknowledging that the problem is there and then two saying you know it's possible for me to change this narrative and to love myself as I am. And it's not to say that you're going to one wake up and you're all of a sudden beautiful or that like, you know, external factors don't play a role because of course they do. And I don't think social media helps in that. It's just about taking the steps every day to grow to love yourself because honestly, like we are gonna be stuck with ourselves forever so you would want to create a space within yourself where you feel safe and you feel at peace otherwise life is just going to be so painful and terrible and it's just gonna you're gonna hate you're gonna dread waking up in your body but that's totally something that you can work on as long as you want to change and realize that it's possible to and that like it all starts within you and I know when I first started my self-love journey I kept hearing it actually was at church that I started my healing journey and it's I went to a church that is not it doesn't identify as a Christian or Catholic it's more of like a spiritual church where they you know they love everyone they're not like they don't follow strict rules it's just more about like the principle that everything you want is within you and you have the power to change your life you have the power to heal but it starts from within and no matter like how many things you get externally it doesn't change anything if you're not right within like you know the saying how are you going to win if you ain't right if you ain't right within it's so true as cliche as it sounds and as cliche as it is to say the power is within whatever and even I would hear that and I'd be like what the hell does that even mean this is just so unhelpful like I don't know what that means I don't know how to access that but hearing it over and over and then doing the work over time 
it makes sense that basically, like I said, things can appear for you in the external world, but it's only just a band-aid if you're not happy with who you are deep down. And so I'll give an example. When I started, when I first walked on a campus my freshman year of college, that was probably when I was the most insecure. I mean, no, no, I take that back. I had a lot of phases of insecurity, but that was a different level of insecurity. So there was like the middle school insecurity, hating who, what I looked like, feeling like I could never be that girl, like the it girl. I was like, why is everyone but me so beautiful, so popular, so funny? Like, what do I have to offer? And why is it that I'm not liked? Or it's not to say I didn't have friends because I definitely did, but it was more like people had to grow to be my friend, I guess. And with guys, I was never the first pick. And with girls, it was like my friends were always just like the one that people wanted to talk to. And then I was just like their friend. And I've definitely talked about this. So that was a that was my first kind of phase of insecurity. And then I reach high school and I'm like, oh, great. People have the liking to curvy bodies or big butts and I am anything but that so that's a different insecurity my butt is too small I refuse to wear leggings and I never wore flip-flops because this is like it's just like every little thing you think about I never wore flip-flops because I hated the way my toes looked they were like short and stubby I never showed my stomach because my belly button was weird and somebody one time called it out and said that I had a weird belly button which I I will like trail ba- or tie back into that, but it's it was just one comment. Then in high school, I also, I decided to wear my hair up in a ponytail one day. Somebody commented and said I looked like a boy when I had my hair like that, so I never wear my hair in a ponytail again. And so it's just, it was just all of these noises around me and I also struggled with acne, so that was another thing. And people would literally go up to me and be like, you have so much acne. Like, they, It's just things that they would point out, right? So I feel like I've always just, there's always been something that I want to change about myself. But this is where I learned that it never gets better until you work on yourself. So, example. I like my acne cleared up and yes great like it was very it was a confidence boost for me for sure but once it cleared up I was like hmm now I'm noticing other things about me that I don't like you know what what I mean it's like the acne was in the forefront of my insecurity so I thought that once I get rid of that then everything else will be amazing like I literally remember being like Oh, as soon as I have, if only I had clear skin, if I had clear skin, then everything would be fine. But like I said, the acne goes away. I'm like, oh, great. Love my clear skin. But now there's this, there's this issue. And I'm like, oh, now I can see my under eye bags way more. Now I can see my acne scarring. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, great. You got 
the clear skin, but then there's something else because what? You don't accept yourself as you are. Um, another example, I was like, oh my gosh, like as when I have my dream body, it's game over. I'm going to be the shit. I don't care. I'm just going to be that girl. But again, I got my quote dream body as in like, you know, I wanted some ab definition and I wanted a bigger butt and I got that and I feel great about it, but it wasn't the, it wasn't the end all be all and it still isn't because then I'm like, oh, but then, but then I need a bigger butt even more so, or I'm like, oh, but now I need to grow my back while I don't have back muscles. It's just always something. And so I think that once I was like, no, I, I'm really happy with where I'm at with my fitness journey. I'm really proud of myself. And I honestly just want to get stronger and enjoy the journey because it's like for as long as I'm longing for something that I don't have, I'm, I'm just going to always find something that's missing. Versus if you're happy with where you are right now and what you have, then everything else is going to feel like a plus. And so, okay, where I was going with this was in college when I first got onto campus, I saw all of these girls stunning. It's Southern California, of course. They have their Lululemons and they have their Ray-Bans. And first day of school... My dad was there. It was move-in day. Dad, take me to the mall. I, I literally need to get a pair of Lululemons because I, I can't walk on this campus without a pair. Seriously, I was so dead serious. And he was like, all right, but you're paying for it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to do it. Like, it's insane the number of people that are wearing Lulus. So I get my Lulus. And then what happens? Um, I feel better maybe for a day. And then I see people have other pairs of Lulu. So my one pair is not going to last me for my five days of class. So I need more Lulu, of course. So I go get more Lulu. But then I'm like, oh, but they have, they're pairing their Lulus with this outfit, which is why it looks so good. So then I need that as well. And all of a sudden I don't have enough because my mindset is coming from lack. I am getting things because I want to fill the void and think that the purchases are going to do that for me. But in reality, it was just making me more aware of other things that I didn't have. So that was a very quick realization, the Lululemon incident, where I was like, you know what? I keep buying these Lulus and they're $100 each and I've bought an 10 pairs I kid you not like not of course not at one time but it was over the year and I was like and I don't feel better at all if anything I have buyer's remorse I feel like I wasn't using my money wisely and yeah I don't I don't feel like this helps me at all so from that point on I didn't buy things out of I tried not to buy things from a place of lack And instead, I realized that I have the power to change within me and like be accepted as I am and not need all these physical things. And you know what else? You need to look for 
the proof, the external proof. Because it's hard to just tell yourself without actually having that inspiration. But what really hadn't make sense for me was I had, I knew so many girls. Um, for example, I went through sorority recruitment and I met so many girls. And every girl was wearing a uniform. They just had one outfit on. They didn't get to pick. They didn't get to, you know, show off anything aside from their t-shirt, like the sorority t-shirt they were wearing. And yet each girl, I gave my full attention. I, it's not like I didn't have something to judge off of. I had to judge based off of the quality of our conversation and rather than like the outfits, the style, the look, you know what I mean? Like obviously if there there is such thing as like pretty privilege but in that situation it was more just like okay let's see where we have commonality and i noticed that i was much more engaged in the conversations and like not not just i don't know i was just like not analyzing anything other than like is this a quality conversation and can i get along with this person and then i started seeing or meeting more and more girls who I looked up to and I thought about why do I look up to them and it was never because of the things that they had if anything it was just about their energy and the energy they brought and literally I, I would for example I would be like oh because in college I also had like bad acne but then I would meet girls with acne who had a ton of friends, a boyfriend, and they were super sweet and nice and great. And I was like, hmm, clearly like she's not letting her acne define her and get in the way of her interactions with people and people still like her. It's so strange to think that like people wouldn't like you because you have acne, but that's really how your mind works when you have, you know, it's, it's just like you're self-sabotaging your mind like oh you immediately think that nobody's gonna want you because you look a certain way or you lack x y and z but seeing that you know oh this girl can rock her acne and she's cool and i don't even notice her acne i've literally had friends where i'm like they're like i'm so insecure about my acne and i'm like wow i like honestly never even noticed her that's just not the first thing that i see and that's really what confirms to me that it's all within that it's like everyone can seemingly, you know, everyone has something that they're insecure about, but you don't, as an outsider, you don't see that if the person is a good person. And so that, to me, I was like, how can I just be a better person on the inside? And how can I fake this confidence so that it becomes real? And that I want to exude amazing energy and make people feel good around me and I can only do that if I feel good about myself and I've come to the conclusion that having things and stuff and jewelry and clothes is not going to make me a better person it's not going to make me more liked and instead it's the quality of the conversations that I have with people the interactions and the things that I can offer and help people with so just having those um, like inspirations around me 
all sorts of people that I admired, even on online, like people that I really admired, but they had quirks, quirks to them. You know what I mean? Like they're like, if you're really dissecting it, maybe they're not the beauty standard. Maybe they're a little bit, you know, I don't know. Like there, there's just like so many people that prove how you feel isn't valid. Like in a good way though. It's, it's like, oh, skinny girls don't, guys don't like skinny girls. Okay, one, that's not true. I remember like really looking up to Janae Aiko because guys loved her. Not because of that, but like guys still loved her even though she's very petite and small. But she also radiated such a calming, beautiful energy. I think what it was is she radiates really womanly energy. And I didn't feel womanly because of how small I was and how much I lacked curves. That was a huge insecurity for me, especially being in a relationship with someone that I knew liked curvier people. And so that was even just like something that I needed to overcome. And there's nothing that like anyone could say to me it was something that I needed to come to terms with on my own, but seeing her be so womanly and just radiate such confidence inspired me and was like, and I was like, oh, I can literally do the same. I'm not missing anything. It's not like I'm like, oh, I need bigger boobs in order to feel womanly. Oh, I need a bigger butt to feel womanly. No, I can do it all within me. I just have to tap into that. So in response to the girl who's like, that I DM'd and said, my eyes are spread apart, my nose is too big, I feel insecure, like I don't want to make eye contact with people. Look for people that prove what you feel is wrong. Look for models with bigger noses. Look for people that have, you know, your favorite content creators, what do you have in common with them? Physically, emotionally like you know what I mean it's like if you can remove yourself from like the judgment that you have for yourself and like think about people that you admire what you admire in others you already portray in yourself and it's just about unlocking that and I think that's really what it means to when they say that every the power is within you what do you feel like you're lacking? Oh, you want more confidence. It's within you. There's nothing I can give you to make you more confident. It has to be from within. And and tying back into, I was insecure about my toes. I was insecure about my belly button. You know, just little things. Now I literally could care less. I wear flip-flops. I wear my slides. I wear my bikini. I, I show my belly button. And guess what? They're legit the same. They didn't change. I still have short, stubby little toes. My belly button is still like a half any half outie, but I, it's just not an insecurity for me anymore and nothing changed externally. It was just more about me being like, literally, why would I care? And as long as you rock the confidence, nobody is gonna notice. And if they do, then likely that person has insecurities that they're just hiding or 
they're projecting onto you. And anyone that's gonna point out something or try to belittle you for or just make you not like yourself or try to question that self-love that you have for yourself, that person seriously needs help. They 100% do. There's no way a person who fully loves themselves is going to make you question who you are and what you offer and just the quality of you as a person. There's a literally a TikTok sound going around where it's like, a YouTuber with a million subscribers is not going to make fun of you for starting a YouTube channel with one subscriber. A billionaire is not going to make fun of you for taking the leap to start your own business. And it's the same concept. A person that has confidence and an abundance of self-love is not going to make fun of you for working on yourself and embracing all that you are. It's only the people that have their own insecurities and that's frankly not your problem. And I just want to also talk about the movie. If you haven't seen it yet, I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer. If you haven't watched it, basically it's about a girl who, like all of us, has her insecurities, doesn't feel worthy enough as she is, because of how she looks. Well, she gets, she bumps her head, wakes up, looks in the mirror. The audience sees nothing has changed whatsoever. What she sees is that she's all of a sudden a glowing, beautiful model. And so she starts acting that way. But again, nothing changed at all. So we're watching this. She looks exactly the same. She's having interactions with people. They're like, they're aware of how she looks, but the way she's acting and talking about herself and just radiating confidence is showing them that, like, she has a lot of self-respect and it just changes the way they treat, treat and view her and they're inspired by that. And she's like, they're, they just admire the level of confidence confidence that she has and... It all came from within because nothing happened externally. And in the end, she realized that like, regardless of, she looked the same in both circumstances, but the way she felt about herself, the way she talked to herself, and then in turn, the way people treated her were vastly different. And it just, again, goes to show that you have the power within you to change your mindset, your life, to love yourself as you are. And I want to end off with a few journal prompts because I truly believe that time spent, reflective time spent to yourself is super impactful. One, I want you to write all of the traits that you love about yourself. Physically, emotionally, Mentally, there has to be something. What do you love about yourself? For me, I'm like, I love how creative and passionate I am. I also love that I'm half Chinese. And just things that you know are not going to be taken away from you. And then two, I want you to write down 
what you want for yourself and how you want to focus on how you want to feel and how you want to feel about yourself and try to really hone in on that feeling and write it write down affirmations in I am statements so like I am confident I am magnetic I am beautiful really get detailed on like what it is that you want to be and then the third part you're going to phrase the question in this way so if, if confidence is what you're after and again if you haven't taken away anything from this yeah it's that confidence can increase without anything on the exterior changing but I started asking what would it take for me to be confident what would confidence look like on me show me how confident I am and in turn your brain is going to look for proof that what you're thinking is true or trying to answer the questions that you have your brain wants to help you believe it or not it wants to think about the questions you're asking it and try to prove to you or help you find those answers so if you're like what would it take to be super confident what would it take what would it look like what would confidence look like on me then you're going to start being presented with opportunities to radiate confidence or to like practice being confident you're going to start feeling more confident and i also just want to end off with i don't want to deny the fact that yes physical appearance can make can play a role like for example me getting ready today makes me feel better putting on my jewelry doing my hair touching up my makeup you know what i mean like putting on an outfit that i feel really good in i think that's also it can be a way to manifest more of the feelings that you want when you look good you feel good but don't let it play too much of a role in determining how you feel about yourself because I still want to be able to wake up with no makeup in my big t-shirt look at the mirror and still say like yes I love every part of me like I accept me in my entirety bedhead or not I still accept myself and I know that I am whole and I am and and putting on the outfit and the hair and the hair and the makeup only just accentuates that rather than fills any voids either way I'm still whole but it just it's more fun to get dressed up and it feels more exciting and helps me get into the zone a little bit more but either way I am still accepting of who I am and I've said it before but a quote or like a saying it's kind of silly but it really helped me it was these are the cards I've been dealt and I'm going to make I'm going to do with that what I will these are the cards I've been dealt literally what can you can only change so much physical about you unless you're like getting surgery or you know doing drastic taking drastic measures but these are the cards I've been dealt there are no accidents I don't want to get nitpicky over here and start wanting to change a bunch of things about myself because 
if you're coming from a lack mindset, you'll always find something wrong and missing, regardless of if you're stunning. Think about the prettiest person in the world. They probably have so many insecurities. Or everyone's going to have it. And think about the most confident person in your life. Think about that person. They 100% have flaws. But that doesn't change, you know, they that doesn't change anything like about how they feel about themselves. So, I hope that <laughs> this helped in any way. I hope this inspired you. Let me know. Um, I would love to talk more on a deeper level about this because, like I said, I can so freaking relate to it and I'm still working through it, but I feel like I really understand now that the power is within. And I started challenging myself to not buy anything unless I'm in a, a good place. So I'm like, okay, yes, I want this outfit, but let me wait. And I don't want to be anxious when I buy it. I don't want to feel like I'm lacking. I don't want to feel like it's going to make my life better. I want to buy it because it's an accessory and it's going to like be for a healthy reason, I guess. But I'll end the episode here. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. Your listens and views mean so much to me. And... I will see you in the next video. Bye.